1233 at WRBI time for the mayor's daily briefing. And it's, uh, you know, it's the same old uh, thing, uh, Mayor. Way too many new cases, unfortunately, locally. Uh, I'll run down these numbers for you before we get going here with uh, Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis. Uh, Ripley County, 1,845 confirmed cases. Franklin County, 871. Decatur County, 1,604. And Dearborn County, 2,770. Now, that uh, number uh, comes to a total of 7,090 positive test results for Franklin, Ripley, Decatur, and Dearborn counties, up 477 just since you and I talked on Friday. That's right. So it's gone up again. So, you know, if you divide it back, it's more than 150 per day uh, for the three days. So that's a pretty significant uh, number of cases around the area. So yeah, it, it it continues to to get worse, and and so it's one of those things that I um, just wanted to make sure uh, that I'm telling everybody what what's going on, so that you understand what what's happening in the background. And so I'm still hearing that all the hospitals in southeastern Indiana are are, are seeing very high patient loads right now, uh, including patient, COVID patients. And that includes both Cincinnati and Indianapolis also. And so even our local hospital here in Batesville is very busy. So I'm not trying to scare people or alarm people. But I do think you all need to understand what's happening in the background so that you can make good choices and and help us do our best to slow down the spread. Because the last thing we want to do is get to a point where the hospitals are overloaded with patients and we can't take care of either COVID patients or, or or makes it very difficult to take care of even the everyday things um, that come in day-to-day at a hospital. And so we just want to do our best to give them the best opportunity to be successful. And and to do that, we really need to slow down the spread a little bit. So, Yeah, and new guidance from the CDC last week. We may have uh, touched on a little last week, but might be worth discussing at, at a little greater length today. That's right. And so the CDC went through and, and, and made, uh, I'll say, some minor adjustments to, the, to what their guidance is for in case you come into contact with somebody who has tested positive for COVID. And so in the original guidance that was put, put out, they had suggested that if you come into contact with somebody who has been tested positive, that you need to stay home and quarantine for 14 days. Well, they've come to realize that that's really uh, made it very difficult on schools, for both students and and staff, and and that uh, they were having people who were had a close contact but did not uh, actually have the virus, and that they were missing 14 days or two weeks of of class time, and so that was really um, not not the best situation. So they were trying to come up with some optional ways to um, give people guidance on what to do if you come into close contact. So the obvious one is if you that they've had for for the longest time is to stay home for 14 days. But they've come up with some other options. And so if if you have come into close contact with someone but have not developed any any symptoms at all, then they are t- asking people to to quarantine for 10 days and they're saying that a test is not required. And so they they're cutting back from 14 basically to 10 in that case. They've also come up with another option where it says you can quarantine can end after seven days if the person, uh, if you test positive. So if you have gotten out and gotten a test on day five, six, or seven after you've had that close contact and, you, and you're negative, 
then you uh, you have to quarantine for seven days then you can go back to work or go back to school or whatever the case may be so i think a lot of these changes are being done to help the school systems out and also just help regular businesses you know every every business is doing their best to try to keep people home so as not to spread it through their through the rest of their staff so i think it's there to help um make it easier for people to be successful uh, and so i and i always add this one last thing that if you do come in close contact and you're not sure what to do your best bet is to reach out to your medical professional give them a call let them guide you let them give you some insight let them give you some um uh some options and work with your medical professional let them guide you through the process Good advice there, absolutely. Uh, they uh, know a lot more than uh, you and I do, a, a, a DJ and a, and a politician. I mean, certainly. So they're, you know, we can tell you general things, but you're going to want to have that own, uh, your own expert on those kinds of things. Uh, another thing we can do to help spread, uh, the, slow the spread of the virus would be to get a flu shot. would urge you to do that for sure because you keep your immune system uh, a little more beefed up when you're uh, at least those most popular strains of the flu protected against uh and testing if you do need testing continues this week in both osgood and greensburg from eight to eight weekdays of course that's the ripley county fairgrounds in osgood and the former jail in greensburg and in franklin county you can get tested in brookville at the ems station uh drive-through testing four to nine weekdays they'll also be doing it again this saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's right. And so there's, uh, the testing is still available, and I know that they're really going through a lot of tests. And it's, um, I think they administered almost uh, 37, 38,000 tests yesterday alone. So, I mean, they are very busy, and they're doing their best to keep up with it. And I talked to uh, a health professional over the uh, weekend who said that uh, her bosses are saying you know, they're going to be able to get uh, the vaccination by mid-December. Well, you know, we're almost there. So uh, I, I know that they're already starting this week, early this week, to to administer some vaccinations in some places in the country to healthcare professionals. So that's a very good thing. That's right. And so I know that they're, they have, uh, at least in the state of Indiana, they, have a, uh, they are still waiting for the uh, uh, approval from the CDC. I think it comes from the CDC for the vaccines. And so they're still waiting to get those approvals for that they can start uh, administering the uh, the vax vaccine for it, and that they're hoping to get that uh, maybe at, at the earliest, maybe the end of this week. I think most of the things I've read have said next week. Yeah. And so once that happens, and I th- I think things will start happening quickly, as far as they won't have they don't have the number of va- uh, vaccinations available to vaccinate everybody. In, this early but i think that they they've gone through and they're going to do their best to take care of their, some of their priorities which i think include the um uh health professionals and then also some of the people who are most at risk some of the the people who are living in uh, assisted living nursing homes uh those kinds of places where we've really had a lot of really uh bad cases of of, of the covid yeah. and before you know we, we we go any further i know we have just a couple more things to do but uh one thing i wanted to share with you today you know obviously today i'm aired the uh anniversary of the attack on pearl harbor uh and so uh it's a great day to honor a world war ii veteran that kind of goes along with something you know that we we talk about every day and that's uh, the pandemic, I don't know if you heard about this or not, but this is just too good not to share. A little good news for us in this segment. 
Uh, it's a World War II veteran in Alabama named Major Wooten, and he beat COVID-19 just in time to celebrate his 104th birthday last week. Now, his granddaughter talked to the local news there uh, uh, after his doctors and nurses sang happy birthday as he left the hospital in his wheelchair. Here's just a little bit of that audio. You just bring so much happiness to everybody. And just seeing everybody and their reaction to him, it just makes you very proud to call him your grandfather and you know, just love him so much. I beat the Nazis. He could beat COVID-19. So that's a pretty cool story there. <laughs> That's right. And so uh, I have to admit that's a great way to finish because uh, when we started, before I got, before you brought me on air, uh, you played the Grinch song. Yeah. And so I wasn't sure if that was meant to be, a, 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 you know, some kind of a hint about uh, how I do on this air uh, three days a week. No, no, no. no heavens no, never. <laughs> and so it's great to have to be able to end with something that's on a more positive note. So. Yeah. That's really a heartwarming story. I mean, I could just listen to that over that and over. That's great. So, neat, neat story. So, you want to tell us to, uh, if you don't have anything else, I guess, do the five plus one? No, nope, I think that's, uh, let's, uh, let me finish the way I, I finish every program. And that's to make sure I tell everybody to, uh, if you're out and about, and make sure you stop several times during the day to wash your hands and do your best not to touch your face. Those are, that's a great way to help slow down the spread. Like, if you need to cough or sneeze, to please do so in your elbow or into a tissue that too will uh, slow down the spread of droplets through a room Uh, stay more than six feet away from each other i know we talk about this a lot but it it is a way to protect yourself if you're feeling sick to please stay home i think that's one of the things that we're learning is that there has been a uh, the one of the major ways that this is spread is that people who either don't know they have it or or have symptoms and then still go to work or still go to different events and and unknowingly spread it to a bunch of other people and so I, and then last but not least but to make sure you wear a mask uh and so we talk about this a lot so if everyone would wear a mask that would help protect themselves protect their families protect other people uh, that will help slow down the spread and that will get us in a position that we can help the hospitals and help our healthcare professionals who are putting in a lot of hours and a lot of time and effort to take care of COVID patients and just everyday patients. So uh, uh, anything we can do to help slow it down, I would certainly appreciate. Mayor Mike Bettis of Batesville. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a great day.